Good morning, good morning everyone. Welcome back. Thank God he woke us up. He gave us another day. Uh, Today I want to read and discuss chapter 9 in Proverbs. Um, So the first verse which is I'm going to read off is one through one through three and it says wisdom has built her house she has hewn out her seven pillars she has slaughtered her meat she has mixed her wine she has she has also furnished her table she has sent out her maids she cries out from the highest places of the city my understanding of that um just like in simpler words is you know wisdom has built her house and has set her seven pillars she has also killed her animals mixed her wine and has set a table from high up in the city she cries out and she has sent out her roommates that that itself reminded me of when God says he will set a table and set a table in front of your enemies. Um, and uh, I, the visual that I have, you know, wisdom helps us build, has built already a house, has set a, a stage in a way for us. And it provides us with the food it provides us with knowledge it provides us with everything that we need our table is set and um, as I keep reading another one um, right after three it says whoever is simple let him turn in here as for him who lacks understanding she says to him come eat of my bread and drink of my wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. And then it continues to say, He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. When I read that, you know, just what I hear is when you correct a scoffer, you make yourself look bad. When you correct a wicked person, you hurt them. So what is a scoffer? Um, that is the name of an arrogant, haughty man who acts with, with arrogance and pride. So just like what an, a scoffer would do is a person who mocks or makes fun of someone or something. Often, sometimes like religion or your moral values so I think we've always I know myself I've always been around people who who seem to always make fun of something about someone they're constantly making like simple jokes about somebody never do you hear them talk or make a joke about themselves This person will only always laugh at someone else. Like they will constantly joke around and pick at ways they can um, make like a, a funny joke or a silly something about somebody and, and kind of make 
shine the light on that person when they're making fun of them. Never will they turn that light towards them and point out things of, about themselves. A scoffer will never, ever do that. And I can just remember, like, there's been people that, you know, I've been around that you can always tell they can easily joke about somebody, but it can never be the other way around. I used to be like that, and I was unaware of it. I remember, like, a long time ago, um, I was at work, and I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was, like, making jokes. Um, I think, I don't know if I was about this girl or with this girl. I can't remember, like, exactly what was said, but what I won't never forget is when she was, like, you're always making fun of somebody. And she was like, you like to always like make jokes. And although she said it to me, not like in a mean way. Or like in a way where I was like, well, you know, like don't be talking about me. Like she didn't say it in a way where I felt like she was talking about me, where she was being mean. She was just genuinely stating something. And... That followed me for years where I used to always be like, why do I like always feel like I have to talk about somebody else? Or like when we're in a room, I got to point out someone else's things in a jokingly matter. Like why? And it took me a long time to really understand even why I would do that. And ultimately, the answer was I was not happy with myself. I was not at all. So a way when I would come around people and in a way to like shine the light away from me, if it was pointed at me, I would try to point it at someone else by saying something and making people laugh, but about the other person, not about me. So it's... I don't know, I feel like in that moment, like this verse says, when you correct a wicked person, you hurt them. Although she did not intend to hurt me, I still felt hurt because something that was, because it was something that about me that was pointed out. So, um, yeah, and then uh, when... As I keep reading, it says, Do not correct a scoffer, lest you hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instructions to a wise man, and he will be wiser. Teach a man, and he will increase in learning. It says, Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. And I think sometimes it's important, like I can say, in that in that time I probably was more of a wicked person than a scoffer because although I was doing something a scoffer does I still wasn't like mad at this person I still you know I kind of took in what they said because it hurt me like I was like what I do these things like I, I never realized it until somebody pointed it out to me and um, I'm very thankful. I mean, it definitely was like a stinger at the moment, but ultimately, yeah, it helped me grow. And I learned to identify when other people are doing that to me or I see it be done to others. I can easily identify now like that person is not happy with themselves.
and I know that because that was me not because I'm judging them sometimes I think a lot of people um, seem to think when you're giving them like instructive criticism or not even just criticism but pointing something out a lot of people take it as you're judging me and sometimes in my feel sometimes there's moments where I'm like am I judging them and I'm like no I'm not I'm just pointing something out that that I've I've seen in myself maybe not be exactly like how it was for me like when I for instance like if I was to see someone else point um making jokes of someone I can easily identify that they're not happy now I'm not gonna say hey I can see that you're not happy and you're not happy with yourself because you're not um doing a b and c that's how it was for me that's you know it was a b and c but just because it was a b and c for me doesn't mean that's how it is for them they might have c first and then b or a everyone has their own ways on things that affect them internally but i can i can still see that they're something that they are doing they're not happy with and it's causing them to act this way so i always when i'm like talking to someone i like to say i am i'm just telling you information that i have gained from looking at myself in the mirror i'm not judging you i'm telling you this because i've had to look in the very exact same mirror and realize that this was me this is what i was going through and i ultimately um, found it to help me so i'm trying to help you and provide the same information now if they take it or not that's not your problem you kind of did what you needed to do and make other people aware uh, and then as we keep reading it says um which now we're on verse 10 it says the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy one is understanding for by me your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you if you are wise you will you are wise for yourself and if you scoff you will bear it alone that to me is a one like been it's, nobody nobody could have said it any better and again if you scoff you will bear it alone when you act like an arrogant person with pride constantly making jokes about someone else you're poking at somebody else you will only bear it alone like no one else is going to sit with that unhappiness besides you like only you will deal ultimately without with that feeling of not being happy within yourself nobody else can feel that besides you i know i was not happy with the person i was i was not happy about myself and nobody was sitting there with me saying oh yeah i'm not happy that you're not who you are either like nobody did that 
I literally sat in that feeling by myself, no one around to pull me out of that feeling. Depression was heavy. I was just down. Like I was a scoffer and of course what I the fruit that I bear out of that I was the only one that was just taking it in no one else so it is very important very important to be wise it is very important to gain that wisdom from the Lord I mean that's the only way we can get it so it You know, if you want to be wise, there's no other way to do it but to get it from the Lord. You cannot get it from no professor. You cannot get it from any university. You will not get it from nowhere. You can get all the degrees you want in 10 different fields. You will not have the wisdom from the Lord if you don't ask for it. And as we continue reading, it says, A foolish woman is a clamorous. She is simple and she knows nothing for she sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest places of the city to call to those who pass by who go straight on their way whoever is simple let him turn here and as for him who lacks understanding she says to him stolen water is sweet and bread and bread eaten is in secret is pleasant But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. So as I was reading this, I can just, um, so many scenarios are coming to my mind. Um, First of all, and the last episode I did, I talked about how, um, you know, God sometimes says, uh, you know, wisdom stands besides the way and of the gates. I can't remember exactly how I said it, but wisdom is at the gates, at the entry of the city. So the if we, God says, knock and I shall answer. Wisdom is at, the, at God's door. We knock and he will answer. He will answer us with wisdom. And on this verse, it says, um, She is simple. She knows nothing, for she sits at the door of her house. She is sitting at the door of her own house. Meaning she is trying to get wisdom out of herself, which will never happen. She is trying to gain some type of knowledge by sitting at her own door thinking she knows everything and she knows nothing and again when uh god says uh let me see when i feel like when god says knock and i shall answer that's knock for anything that you need help with but it says uh that was chap chapter eight i'm gonna read the beginning from chapter eight to verse 3 it says does does not wisdom cry out and understanding lift up her voice she takes her stand on the top of the high hill besides the way where the paths meet she cries out by the gates at the entry of the city 
at the entrance of the doors. So wisdom is at the entrance of the doors, at the gates of heaven. And the foolish woman is trying to just get simple. She is simple and she knows nothing, it says. For she sits at the doors of her own house. And it says also, she um, on the seat of her highest places of the city to call those who pass by. So as people are passing by, she's calling. It reminded me, I don't know if you guys ever been to like some type of... Um, I don't want to call it swamp meat because it's not really a swamp meat. So, okay, so in California and LA, they have something called a Santee Alley. So in the Santee Alley, when you go, um, there's just so many people walking up and down this alley where they have so many different um, little shops. And you'll have people screaming out yelling out like they have deals here they have sales over here they start yelling out their prices and they're yelling out and blah 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 right then you can go you pass by certain uh little stores that are not yelling out anything i sometimes am intrigued like when they're you know, yelling like, hey, we sell shirts, we sell this, we sell that, this much, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't even bother looking at what they are selling simply because they're already, they're already yelling it out to me. When I pass by and I see them just standing quietly, I do look inside and I'm like, what do they have in there? Just simply because I don't know, that person didn't just yell it out to me. So I'm now like curious, what do they have in there? And honestly, I'm more likely to stop at one of those stores where they're not yelling like that. Simply because, you know, I want to, like, shop in peace. I don't want somebody to, like, try to, like, hustle me into buying something. I just want to look. I don't even know what I want yet. I just want to look. But then again, there is moments where I am in a rush to buy something. And I'm going down that alley and I'm, I'm listening to whoever's yelling and I hear $20, blah, blah, blah. And then I hear somebody say $10. I'm like, wait, hold on, what? So I think it, it depends, <laughs> but that kind of just reminded me of this. Like, unless I am looking for it, I won't go in there. And on this verse, when it says... um. For she sits at the door of her house on a seat of the highest places of the city to call those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. <laughs> so whoever is simple is going to turn in there. And like I said, there's moments where I'm in a rush and I'm just trying to get something. And I'm like, All right, you said $10. Let me go in here. Let me let me do it the fast way because I might find a better deal from the people that are not yelling it out but since I'm such in a hurry let me go ahead and see what you have so and it says for um and as for him who lacks understanding she says to him stolen water is sweet and bread eaten is in secret is pleasant like how many times do we hear people telling us like man this is way better than um than what you'll ever get this is and these are lies sometimes like I, I'm pretty sure I can find this product two stores down from yours 
and their product might be better, but I get it. This is your selling tactics. Um, and then it says, but he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Staying like the, her guests are in, in hell. These are demons and spirits roaming around. There are at this woman's house that you've just entered. And this is why it lets us know the weight of wisdom is so important. We need to gain wisdom. The only way to do it is from our Lord. It is so easily to be deceived. You know, the enemy deceived one third of the angels. That says a lot. It says a lot. He is obviously very smart when it comes to being evil. He definitely knows how to get to a person. He definitely knows how to make a person get themselves to their lowest point. He knows how to plant a seed of evil, of hate that he can always come back to throughout your entire life. And Unless you know how to identify that seed and pull it out yourself. Not just yourself, but you know, pull it out by the wisdom God provides you with and by asking God to help you remove that evil seed. We will be stuck. And this takes a lot of prayer it takes a lot of looking in the mirror it takes a lot of hey I need honest feedback it hurts it hurts bad but you will only grow from it so if you can only grow why not do it I suggest get around someone who is very deep into just a prayer life who is very submitted get a pastor get somebody to just point out things about you if it if this is a moment you are trying to get clarity on certain things you are trying to grow surround yourself by praying people because it is so important to have these people. God does this like in a very intentional way. He, in these moments when we are trying to get closer to him, he surrounds us with other believers. But get close to those that are definitely going to be praying for you. So, um, yeah, that was chapter nine. I encourage you guys to read it. It is very very important to see who we are inside and allow wisdom to take over and that wisdom is going to be pulling out some of those things about ourselves that we we don't like so yeah well thank you guys for coming on here i hope you guys have a great and wonderful day today be blessed be encouraged and i'll see you guys back here tomorrow bye Thank you.